I have got some ghost stories for you. I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. Like a very intricate stack. There was a werewolf on our porch swing holding one of our kittens. The pen was all busted open and there is blood everywhere. There's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy, like a tent pole. But there's nothing there. And I laid in bed like a little kid. I pulled the covers up over my eyes. <laughs> this little boy told paranormal investigators, apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler. <laughs> so that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we're going to tell you about a ghost who just might try to steal your man. Ooh. And also a Dora the Explorer doll that mm, needs to be yes. destroyed, like burned and then bury the ashes. Okay, I can't something. wait for that. Yep. <laughs> but before we do all of that, uh, we need to say thanks to our newest patron, Andrea Hoyt. She actually just became an annual patron, so thank oh, you, thank you. Thank you, Andrea. That's my maiden name. I wonder if we're really Related. Is it really? What if you are a long list cousin? Let's just say that. Okay. Let's, we are related, Andrea. I like that. Uh, remember, we are posting Patreon free games every single week. We're also going to be posting mini-sodes between our seasons, which, by the way, that's coming to an end here in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. So you can find it all at patreon.com slash hauntedaf. All right, let's just jump into the stories. This first one comes from Amber. Hi, guys. My name is Amber. I have a story for you. Big, big fan, by the way. Um, So I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And when I was about eight or nine years old, I was really being an ass to my mom. So she sent me to the living room for time out. But it was dark. So all I had was the kitchen light. And so my sister, she was about one or two at the time, and she was really into Dora the Explorer. So she had this Dora doll that was sitting on the table, the living room table. And so I had a really, really creepy vibe about this doll. And so I just stared at it. I stared at it for a while. And next thing you know, I promise you, the damn doll's head start turning slowly to look at me Mm, needless to say i booked to my mom's room and was ready to face whatever consequence that i was going to (laughs) get so that's my ghost story love you guys bye okay amber what happened to the damn doll Ew, i know what did you guys do with it yeah where is she now so we can avoid her at all costs well and (laughs) that's a horrible mental image because dora had that giant football shaped head And her hair doesn't move. It was plastic, right? So it would have been like... (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not good at all. Don't like it at all. Okay, so this next story comes from Tony. Ladies! Ladies! I was listening to the latest podcast with the story about the girl who saw her grandfather who passed away. It brought a memory flooding back that I haven't thought about in over 30 years. I was out walking my dog and it literally stopped me in my tracks. Wow. My parents both died when I was 21, my dad passing first. My dad had suffered from severe heart disease and COPD for years, and my mom was diagnosed with an aggressive cancer. Oh, gosh, that's terrible. I know. What a hard, hard time of your life. Yeah. One night, about 1 a.m., my mom came in to get me because she said dad was acting funny. I went to their room, and he was sitting on the side of their bed, looking up at the ceiling. He was saying in an irritated voice, okay, I'm coming. I'll be there soon. Yes, I'm coming over and over. He would pause like he was listening and then say it again like he was pissed. I told him to lie back down and he looked blankly 
at me, but after a minute, he did lie back down. I went back to bed, but my mom came in to get me an hour later, saying dad had passed away. Oh. I told dad's doctor about it a few days later, and he said it was most likely a hallucination from lack of oxygen. That's what they always say. I know, right? Then my mom died a few months later in April. The night before, I dreamt that she was standing at the foot of my bed saying, tell Mark not to worry. I'm okay, and everything will be fine. Mark is my older brother who had kind of stepped in as the head of the family. She passed away the next morning. Wow. Both can easily be explained away due to the emotional circumstances, but I like to think that there was some sort of communication going on. Love what you guys do. Your podcast is the highlight of my week, Tony. That's so sad. And I bet it was tough for that mom Mm -hmm. to pass away too. It's like the kind of responsibility you would feel. And of course you would want to come back and say, hey, I'm okay. Everything's going to be all right. Oh my gosh. Weirdly enough, this story is exactly like what my grandparents was like. Oh really? Yeah. Like my grandmother passed away before him and he had Alzheimer's severely. So we never actually told him. That's right. It was pretty soon. Yeah. Right? And he's a month later, he had just been put on hospice and he's literally like, Mary, I can't come yet. Wow. Yeah. Why can't they go ahead and come? Like, are they staying for a reason? At I that think point there in has time? to be. And I think my grandpa was just one of those stubborn type people. Right. And that very well could have happened here. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I'll come when I'm damn yeah, good. Yeah. Like, ready. On my time. Yeah. Okay. So this next story comes from. <laughs> this next story comes from Maritza. Oh my God. I just started listening yesterday and I'm already like three seasons Dang, in. Dang, <laughs> girl. I got to slow down. You I, listen hard. <laughs> I don't want to finish too soon, but here's my story. Actually, it's my boyfriend's story at my parents' house. In 2015, my parents went to Mexico and my boyfriend came over after work so I wouldn't have to be alone. I love how he makes it sound like he's like, you know, oh, don't worry, I'll be here to keep I'll you company. I'll take care of you. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're not like, mm, your parents are gone. Uh, <laughs> it was around 3 a.m. when my boyfriend got home with some McDonald's, which he was eating alone in the kitchen. Mm. Then he heard a little girl laughing. Ew. Yeah, he walked around the house trying to figure it out and then he went into my room thinking, thinking I had woken up. Well, the room was pitch black and I was knocked out. He went back into the kitchen where he heard the laugh again, but this time it came from right in front of him. He ran into my room and woke me up asking if I was playing with him, but his eyes got wide when I told him I'd been asleep the whole time. I'll be sending more stories because my parents' house is pretty damn creepy. So many weird things happen there. Sending love from Kenosha, Wisconsin, Maritza. Gosh darn it, that's a scary ghost. That's a scary ghost. (laughs) Oh, is that Wisconsin? I think so. I don't know. I use that at the bar sometimes. I've eaten (laughs) cheese curds in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I've done it. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) So oddly enough, that story actually sounds like an email that we just got from Rick. He says, me and my wife own a trailer that we've been remodeling. I had just gotten off work recently and was headed back to get a shower when me and my dog heard a little girl say hello in the bathroom. Oh, it just stopped us dead in our tracks. My dog was looking up at me like, what? (laughs) My wife wasn't home at all. Rick. Rick. Did anything else happen? I need more to this story, Rick. I appreciate your brevity, but at the same time, like you've left out details significant I, details i love the dog looking at him like, like what, what the hell what with it does that mean that the dog heard the hello that's what he says okay me and my dog heard the okay little girl so he say, did hear it and can i just say there's something creepy about trailers when i was a little kid my mm-hmm. grandma had one in the backyard and like my uncles would take turns living in the trailer oh, yeah <laughs> it's because they're always kind of decrepit they're, yeah it so, hadn't been fixed up in a few years right the kids 
would sleep back there. We would go sleep in the trailer and tell scary stories and stuff. See, but fun though. It legit scared the shit out of me. <laughs> also because there was a giant hole in the floor of the master bedroom. No, I am not going to sleep in anything that has a giant hole to the outdoors. Yes. And my uncles would still live in there. Like, it's no big deal. So a possum comes in every now and then. Yeah, and like, a raccoon. Just put the bed over it. Gross. Hey, ladies. Does listening to true crime podcasts make you want to hide under your bed and never talk to men again? Well, fear not, sis. The queens of the female dating strategy podcast have your back. Our weekly podcast arms women with the tools to spot red flags in the shady men and navigate the treacherous dating world to avoid scammers, liars, and serial killers. The female dating strategy has been covered extensively in the mainstream media for our grounded yet controversial takes in publications such as Vice, The Guardian, The Wall Street Journal, The Daily Mail, and Jezebel. Join me, I'm Ro, and my co-stars, Savannah, and I'm Lilith, on a journey into finding personal power while dragging shady men by their ever-withering hair follicles. Part social commentators, part ruthless strategists, we dissect dating, relationships, sex, pop culture, and politics to their most raw and real parts. You can find the Female Dating Strategy podcast on Apple or Spotify or any podcast platform. You can also find the podcast on our website at www.thefemaledatingstrategy.com. Thanks for listening, queens, and get ready to level up, sis. Rock on! Did that shock you? It scared me. You had this like, I did. I was like, oh, this is new. I haven't heard this one. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so we've got this story from Sean. Hi, y'all. I want to tell you about baby girl. I found her, it's been 18 years now, when I was a sergeant at the Michael Unit trustee camp. I found her out in the field. Anyways, we moved around a lot working in the penitentiary. And when I became a lieutenant on a female unit, baby girl was an escape artist. She would escape out of the house, out of her kennel from outside. But anyways, up in Vermont, we lived a good life and I had to put her down. It's been almost four years now, and it broke my heart. I didn't think losing a pet would kill my soul so much. But one night I was uh, sleeping in bed, and I felt something jump on the bed and lay long ways uh, against my back. And I reached over and was petting it, and I woke up completely and looked there, and you could see an indent of my deceased dog. And it freaked me out for a minute. And then I was like, oh, I'm glad you came and visited me, baby girl. But that's my dead pet ghost story. She still comes visits. And I actually have a new dog that my best friend got me. And she is a handful. (laughs) But baby girl is a a beautiful English pointer. And I'll send you pictures of her. Oh, thank you, Sean. And he did send pictures. Yeah, so, I cannot wait to see. Yeah, go to hauntedaf.com and look for, what is episode 12, season 7. He said Baby Girl was an escape artist. So I'm it. like, does that mean that she would get out and run around, like, the women's prison? Because he said, <laughs> he was like, I was working at the women's penitentiary. Yeah. And that's just kind of delightful to me. I love it, too. This little dog running around. Just, let me go visit everybody. I'm sure that's not the case, but the, I'm going with that mental image because I, I love it. We actually got a message on our Haunted AF YouTube channel from 
episode five this season, and it was in reference to the Guantanamo Bay ghost story that we shared. And he said, I lived in Gitmo for four years back near 1990. I saw full body apparitions many times at the base housing, as did everyone all over the base. It's been a strange place for a long time. I don't recall it being used as a prison back then. Well, I looked it up and they didn't start using it as a prison until 2002. So that would make sense. It was a base up until then. But if everybody is seeing these ghosts and stuff, send us those stories. I want to hear more about that. And like, why is Guantanamo Bay so haunted? That's a good question. I don't know. Of course, you know, there were a lot of people imprisoned there for terrorism charges. In fact, there's, I think there are still people there right now. Probably. Yeah. But that, again, that didn't start until the 2000s. Right. So if they were seeing stuff in the 90s. Anyhow, if you can fill us in and give us more details on that, please haunted AF podcast at gmail.com. And we love it when you guys comment on the YouTube page. If you have Absolutely. Any questions or anything, that's always a really easy way to reach us. Okay, so this story comes from Julie. I found your podcast from listening to Ben Activities. Thank Aww. you, Ben. About 10 years ago, I noticed a shadow figure in our house. I would see it peeking around my door frame every night when we were getting into bed. If I looked at it directly, it would dart out of the room. That's what they always mm-hmm. do. But it was there every night for about a week. Then this thing started coming out in the daylight. It was like a woman with dark curly hair and she would look through our bedroom window, but only if my husband was around. Oh, she thought he was hot. Yeah. One day I saw her and I said, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but he's already married. Yeah, he is. You need to leave us alone. And she never returned after that. I love it. (laughs) Another time I was sick in bed when I saw a boy surrounded in bright yellow light walk out of my son's bedroom and into the bathroom. It looked like my middle son. So I went to check on him, but he was in bed sleeping. I never saw that little boy again after that. I absolutely love your podcast. Keep up the great work. And that is from Julie. Our next story comes from Jessica and she says, I was going through a divorce and needed a place to stay. So my friend said I could live in her townhouse. She just inherited it from her father who recently passed away inside of it. That was kind of creepy, but she had an extra fully furnished bedroom and I would have my own bathroom. Plus she'd redone the entire place and it was beautiful. So one night I was sleeping, but I had all the lights in my room on because I was scared. I was just always scared of that place. I woke up around 2 a.m. because I was sweating. That room always got really hot, but I kept the door closed because again, the place scared me. I was trying to get back to sleep when I heard clear as day, someone in the hallway say, I see you redid the place. (laughs) I damn near shat myself. (laughs) I sat up and texted my roommate to see if she had a guy over, but she didn't respond. I thought about running out to my car, but I was too scared to leave the room. I eventually fell back to sleep, but my roommate told me the next morning that she didn't have anyone over. Oh, She woke up to my text and was really freaked out. Understandably. Yeah. Um, I don't... mm. I see you redid the place. (laughs) Dad, cut it out. Like, yeah, leave us alone. Okay, so this story comes from someone... I don't have their name. It was just... The email was I hate NH. Mm. And I'm assuming it's New Hampshire. Ah. So uh, the story says, I'll preface this by saying the first 30 years of my life, nothing out of the ordinary ever really happened to me. Five years ago, though, my partner and I moved into a converted textile mill in a small New Hampshire town. People who've never been to New England need to understand that from October to November, this whole area (laughs) looks like a horror movie. 
Beautiful, sure, but scary. And there are lots of these old mills scattered throughout the area. Most of them had been turned into offices or apartments. The giant exposed wood beams add a ton of character, and on hot days, it's like you can smell the wood and mm. the history, which sounds very cool. Yeah. Well, from the moment we moved in, spooky stuff started happening. We were sitting on the couch one random day, and a heavy vase was thrown about six feet across the living room while we were watching TV. Absolutely no reason would be launched like that. Nope. So we kept watching TV and tried to ignore it. <laughs> that, that's a terrible idea. No, but you you and I know anytime something weird like that that's happens, true. you're just like, uh, all right. So one night I was in bed waiting for my partner to get home from work. I heard him come up the wooden stairs and felt him climb into bed. Even felt the pressure of his body push down the mattress. I rolled over and there was no one in bed next to me. <gasps> no. <laughs> Another night I was alone watching TV and heard something growl at me. We don't have a dog or anything that oh, would growl. Fantastic. Uh, we often hear doors rattle or pans clanging for no reason and people talking. Not like one or two people either. This is like a group of people all talking at once so you can't make out what they're saying. Occasionally, you'd hear tapping on a glass door, but there's no one behind it. And it just sounds like a single finger tapping like someone wants to be let in. Ew! Ew, 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 ew. I don't like it! <laughs> so we have loads of stories here, but the final one I'll share has to do with a set of lights. We bought these hanging Edison bulb patio mm -hmm. lights, which are remote controlled. Once we hung them up, we tossed the remote in a drawer and kind of forgot about it. They would unplug it from the wall. Right. That's how they would do it. So we had these lights up for honestly two years and they were the main source of light downstairs. They were bright and fun and provided enough light so you didn't need anything else. One night I was sitting there watching TV when the lights turned red and started flashing a pattern <gasps> which was never an option on the remote. I had never seen it before. So there I was alone in an old building with flashing red lights and no other source oh, of light. Oh, hell no. I don't think I've ever been more scared than right then. And of course, I couldn't find the remote no. to turn them off. So I just unplugged them and I went to bed. When my partner got home, he plugged them back in because he didn't know what had happened. Well, they worked just fine for the whole day until about the exact same time the next night when he was home alone. They switched to red again and started flashing that weird pattern, which again was not an option on the remote. He unplugged them from the wall and then called me from his car. Yeah, good, <laughs> smart, smart. That's when I told him that I had had the same experience. Mm -mm. We never plugged them back in. Despite all this nonsense, we still live in the building and continue to have dumb, spooky things happen all the time. And again, that is from I Hate NH. And uh, they sent us some pictures. This place is, is so cool. I'm sure it is. It I, just, did they rip down those lights, though? Because uh, that's what the first thing I would have done. I asked. I'm like, are the lights still up? Can yeah. You, will you plug them in for us now so we can see what happens? And I didn't get an answer to that part yet. So I didn't see the lights in the pictures right. that they posted. Okay. So I'm assuming that maybe they took them down. But Wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I probably would. But it's, to me, it's like it just screams hey we're a portal to hell come yeah. on it's so cool though because it just looks like an apartment yeah There's a cute little kitchen and everything and then up in the ceiling there are these huge like wheels like an old awesome. school industrial crank yes. that you would use in a mill I love that it's really i'll go post the pictures because they are very cool and uh yeah if you still have those lights do you want to plug them in for us oh yeah plug them in for us baby <laughs> let's just see what happens yeah let's just you know yeah from the safety of texas right yeah <laughs> we can't get hurt through you know photographs and videos knock on wood knock on wood <laughs> not you're in the next part am i damn yeah. it okay don't forget okay so what is this hair it keeps coming out so, <laughs> what the f is wrong with us we're all f 
fucking disaster, Rebecca. Okay, I can't my scream. God my God, flat birds. Okay. I snorted so hard. I felt that, damn. I'm going to say that's one of the funniest moments of season seven. <laughs> it was. Where are my birds? You know, why don't you guys let us know? What have been your favorite moments of season uh, yeah. seven? Uh, it, it has <laughs> flown by. It really, really has. But okay, listen, before we get into that, don't forget, we do have the companion blog at hauntedaf.com. Mm-hmm. That's where you can find photos. We'll post a picture of baby girl, and uh, we'll post a picture of this creepy mill and everything. And you know what? While you're over there, why don't you just go to the online store and buy some buy merch. some stuff nobody <laughs> nobody's buying stuff somebody <laughs> bought about twenty dollars worth of stickers recently nice are they I, passing them out to friends i don't know i was like where are you putting those um but remember, if you, wait hold on remember how like in deep ellum in dallas it was cool to just take a band sticker and like post them yes. everywhere maybe somebody's doing that for us we will know we have made it when yeah. we just are walking somewhere and we see a That's haunted ass wouldn't that just be amazing yes, or if i see it on a car somewhere i'm telling you it's gonna be the best day of my life one of these days in 20 years when the podcast no longer exists julie and i are long dead and haunting each other from beyond the grave we're gonna see that or our grandkids are gonna see that's what we'll be doing we'll be haunting the (laughs) out of all of you until we start seeing some damn stickers everywhere oh uh one other thing because i'm rambling we do have the movie podcast yep please go listen to it (laughs) people are not listening to our movie podcast it's actually a really good podcast (laughs) and it's very short we'll tell you everything that you need to know and this week we we are reviewing The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I oh, cannot wait. Which stars Nicolas Cage oh. playing himself, and it looks amazing. So, so again, you can find that at juliesaysso.com. Uh, and we've mentioned this several times already, but next week is going to be the season seven finale. But we are going to keep posting mini sods on the Haunted AF Patreon page. We've been posting there weekly, um, all season long. So there's tons of exclusive content. Patreon.com slash Haunted AF. Yeah, and if you've never been a patron, like we've been doing mini sods for years now. So yeah, there's, so there's lots. There's some really good stuff in there. Uh, but that also means you only have a few days left to send us your stories. All that spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. We need them written or recorded, audio or video. It goes to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it on the season seven finale of Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 